Train Hard Live Strong family. What's up, everyone? To all our listeners out there, I'm so happy to always have you on tuning in. I am Coach Matt, your host and owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. If this is the first time you're tuning into the podcast, you're listening to it on, your, on YouTube, on your favorite podcast platform, wherever you're listening or whatever you're tuning into, um, this is going to be a podcast where you're going to learn the ins and outs when it comes down to health and fitness. Simple as that, ladies and gentlemen. You'll learn more about training, nutrition, mindset. You're going to get inspired. This is going to be the podcast for you. We've had over a 100 plus guest speakers that come onto this show to all share and experience their self-experience, coaching other people, their education, their knowledge, their stories, all to inspire you to believe in yourself. And obviously, just great education for you to grab, take, listen, absorb, and then go out there and implement and use and take action with so you can get to the body of your dreams so you can progress to where you want, uh, to wherever you want to be at to take your first step into something different something scary get out of your comfort zone we're all here to help you do these things and this is going to be the podcast for you if those are the things that you want or you're looking for in the next health and fitness training podcast so but if you've been tuning in for a while all right this is your time you got to Leave a five-star review. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just a must now. You've been tuning in for a while, and if you have listened to over five to ten episodes, this is your time, okay? It takes about a minute or two. I want to know what you're getting. I want to know what you, There's a reason why you keep listening, and I want to know. I want to get some feedback from you all. I want to I hear. I want to see. I want to read what it is that you've gathered. How have you been moved from this podcast? How have I given you some sort of value or education or same thing with a guest speaker? How have they educated you or gave you some experience or gave you some motivation or inspired you to finally believe in yourself and move and do something? How has this podcast or a specific episode, a specific guest speaker, a specific saying, a sentence, a motto that I said or someone else said, how has that helped you? How has it brought value to your life? And if you are new here, take some time, but I want to get to know you all. I want to, and a five-star review truly does mean the world to me. And it gives me that amazing feedback that I can use to make this the best podcast ever. But also it helps a lot of people around the world who are looking for an amazing podcast. You're going to help them find this podcast just that much faster. Same thing whenever you're shopping online, you're on Amazon, you're looking at the reviews to see what people are saying about that specific product. Same thing here. People are going to read the reviews to see what you guys and girls are saying about the podcast. All right. And it means the world to me. It takes about literally a minute or two. Other than that, we have partnered with some amazing companies, all for you guys, all to help you inside of your journey. For example, our most recent Flex Pro Mills, an amazing meal prepping service where you can simply go to the website. Pick, pick some meals. It gets shipped to your front door. Put it in the, in the fridge. Whenever you're ready to eat it after your workout, before you work out, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, whatever time, midnight snack, whatever time of day you want to eat something, throw it in the microwave. Two and a half minutes, and there you go. No dishes, no buying foods, no seasoning them, no prepping them, no cooking them, no weighing them, no portion sizing. You just eat, and there you go. None of that stuff. It's just as simple as that. Good, macro-friendly, nutritional, tasteful foods, all for you, quick and easy without all the hard work and pain and struggle and sacrifice. And if you go to the website and you use promo code TRAINHARD, I will save you 20% off your first order. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a great episode and I cannot wait to drop this topic, break down this topic, and share with you all the knowledge and experience that I have to help you better understand the importance of your post-workout meal. So without further ado, let's jump into this episode, y'all. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. 
If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Yo, what's up everyone? Coach Matt here and today we have a great episode. Um, this topic has been brought up just just recently, like literally probably like a few hours ago, uh, just because I was asked, what do I eat after our workout? What do I do? Like, What do I consume after? What's important for the body to have? What do I need to eat to, you know, this person individually wants to build, excuse me, build muscle mass, you know, put some mass on them, put some weight on them. And not just this regular mass, not just weight, but a good lean muscle structure. He wants to build, you know, sculpt, wants to build shape, uh, strength overall, and actually train and do the things correctly to get there. And I feel like this was a great topic to talk about. And I've talked about it before, but today let's talk about what you are supposed to eat after your workout, right? So why most people are scared to eat something post-workout because it's like as soon as you work out, you can never eat again. Just because if you eat food, you're going to gain weight. Like if I burnt 500 calories, why am I going to eat 500 calories? And yes, energy is energy. But what happens whenever you train? There are more things than just burning calories. And I think that's what you need to focus on. You are not just burning calories. Weight loss and body sculpting is not just burning calories. Like, let's do this to burn calories. That's what cardio is for. Cardio is to burn calories. If you are solely doing cardio, you're only doing Stairmaster, uh, treadmill, bicycle, whatever the hell other cardio equipments are there. You, if, you, if you are just doing that and that's all you are doing for cardio, then you can think this way. Okay, because you are burning calories whenever you do cardio. And that's basically the only thing you focus on. What else do you focus on? Unless you're an endurance athlete and you're actually focusing on stride, you're focusing on rhythm, tempo, you're focusing on conditioning, heart rate, you're focusing on all those other things. Other than that, the average person who wants to do cardio is dialing on dialing into how many calories they are burning because they are focusing on weight loss. And we are so we are so focused and we believe that doing more cardio and eating less is always going to equal weight loss in the body of our dreams and that's not the case. So think about what you're doing whenever you train. What is happening? You are lifting weight. You're tearing down the muscle. Now, muscle builds in two ways, okay? I want you to think about it very simple. Like either it's repairing tissue that has been broken down or it has to create new muscle fibers to get the muscle bigger to then be prepared for the next resistance or the next tension that you are putting upon it as in progressive overload, as in bodybuilding, as in building lean muscle and getting that nice physique that you want. And that's what you're doing. How do you build muscle? You have to feed and fuel the body. You got to give it carbohydrates. You got to give it protein for a good breakdown for amino acids to repair all those broken down tissues or to be or to have and rebuild new tissue fibers to then grow the muscle as well, to strengthen it, to get it to where you want it to be at, right? More superficial to the skin. Now, where do you get these macros? You get it in food. Food is what you need to have in order to change your body and to improve your body towards where you want to be at, the results and progress that you want to achieve when it comes down to muscle gain, fat loss, sculpting the body, good physique, looking fit, having a nice body after having a pregnancy or having a nice body after giving birth, having a nice body after you know being overweight for 
you know, five, 10 years, this is what you need to do to sculpt the body, build muscle, shred fat. That's what it's always going to be. That's what it's always going to be. Why do you think competitors, you know, they're out there and they look amazing? It's because their body fat percentage has dropped. Their water levels have dropped. These certain things are getting the muscle so superficial to the skin because the skin is also shrinking as well, getting thinner and thinner. So the muscle can pop out a little bit more, get more striations, right? Same thing with a regular individual, someone who just wants to look nicely fit for the beach, look nicely fit for this and that, or just look fit for themselves, which is what you should focus on. You should always focus on you. You should focus on your body, your health. This is your, this is what you, you carry this around. All right. I talk to you guys and give you the education that you need and motivate and inspire you because I want you to build this fire inside yourself. Okay. If you don't get into the best shape of your life, it honestly, it doesn't harm me, right? Because that's your health. That's your body. It's going to affect your confidence, your self-esteem, the way that you live your life and who you're going to be and who you are right now. That's what it's going to affect. It's not going to affect me. I'm here to give you what you need to know. I'm here to help you get a little bit more knowledge on the things that you need to have in order for you to progress to where you want to be at. And that's what I'm here for. But the health, the, the action steps, the implementation, that's all up to you. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to focus on. And that's what you need to put work towards. Okay? So... I'm here talking to you, giving you this advice so that you can take it and implement, 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 implement. That's what you need to do. Listen and take action. Take these words and turn it into action. All right, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, that's what they're doing, right? As That's what we're always trying to do. We're trying to get the muscle as superficial to the, to the skin as possible because that's how you see the core muscles, right? For the guys out there, that's how you see your core without even flexing, right? Dropping that body fat percentage, more vascularity. Unless you're genetically given amazing vascularity, as in your veins, you can see your veins and your shoulders and your forearms and your biceps and your legs. Sometimes you're just naturally gifted that way and that's just genetics. Other than that, people have to work for it, drop the body fat. For example, me, I had to, I had to build muscle, right? I'm naturally a very thin, high metabolic, uh, I have a high metabolism and naturally that's how I am. And other people out there who are trying to lose weight might think, oh, that must be a gift. No, it's not. Whenever I'm trying to have a goal to build muscle, to add weight to myself, it's the same thing as someone who wants to lose weight, right? We're all trying to get goals. We're all trying to figure out certain things with our body and health and we're trying to find what is right. But me trying to build muscle is difficult, right? Same thing with someone else who's trying to lose weight. But whenever it comes down to this whole circle of the things that you need to do all revolve around how you're going to eat, how are you going to fuel your body, fuel your muscles, how are you going to rebuild broken down tissue and build new tissue, how are you going to focus on these things, how are you going to dial into this, and that comes down to your nutrition, always, always will be, always and forever. So whenever you want to have the body that you can see the glutes, you can see the hamstrings, you can see the quads, I'm not even talking about competitive level, I'm just talking about you can see that someone does train. They lift. They take care of themselves. They got nice muscularity, right? Someone that's just like that, just works out, you know, five days out of the week, eats well, takes care of themselves, you know, wants to get healthy. If that's what you want to strive for, you want to have like a nice body, have, have a nice sculpt just for yourself, your confidence level. This is what it's for. This is this is who I'm talking to right now. Now, your post-workout meal is not going to be the make or break of your physique. You have four or five other meals in that day that you need to focus on as well. It's not just the post-workout meal, but the post-workout meal has, I would say, one of the highest importance in all meals. Why? Because it's crucial to where your body's going to go to next. And I want you to think of it like that. Don't think of it as, I just burnt 500 calories because my freaking Apple Watch says I burnt 500 active calories. Like, I just burnt 500 active calories. That means I can't eat this 
I can't eat this burger because that's this burger's like, let's see, 300 calories plus the fries, another 200 calories, and then you got ketchup, another 100 calories. It's exhausting. That's just exhausting right now just thinking about it. Okay. And if you are an, an elite athlete, you're a competitor, these are things you have to focus on, right? Grams, macros, you have to count those things. And I get it. That's different. But if you just want to get into this nice body that you want and this and that, and just focus on being aware of your health and body and physique and how it changes, this is what you need to do here. Whenever you eat after your workout, if your workout is specific, tailored towards muscle growth and fat loss, which is always the case, you need to fuel those, those, those systems. You need to fuel the broken down things that you depleted. You deplete water. You deplete salt. You deplete uh, glucose, right? You deplete, which is carbohydrates. You, de- you deplete these things. So if you were to have a bag of chips after your workout, is it seriously going to hurt you? No. Why do you think you see competitors and people who are training and they have the absolute most amazing physique? Why do you see that they are even able to eat carbohydrates even before they even step on stage? Because carbs fuel, they pump, they bring blood flow. They, they really just juice up the muscle. And that's what you're looking for whenever you're trying to get that muscle as superficial as possible and also have just a great physique and be able to perform. So after your workout is done and you have trained and worked your ass off for the 45 minutes to an hour, even 90 minutes, okay, whatever you're doing, if you worked out and you you seriously pushed it and you are hitting goals and you're trying to actually train for a specific goal, you want to have a, you have a vision inside your mind and you have this and that and you figured it out. You are going to eat afterwards, and there is not really like a crazy time frame, okay? You can eat 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, 90 minutes. Your body is going to eventually start to go catabolic at a certain time, okay? Now, this means that your body has to fuel off itself because you just depleted everything, so it's in shock. Training is a stress onto the body, but is a it can become positive, extremely positive, and it is positive because it's movement. It is activity and your brain needs these things to build these amazing chemical reactions inside your brain and also give your body what it needs to stay strong and healthy for as long as possible. But whenever you train and you wait a long time after your workout, your body's going to eventually be hungry and it's going to begin to eat and fuel off the muscles that you already have and try to find nutrients inside of your system. So this is important to pay attention to how you are. If you can eat after your workout, then eat after your workout. Whenever you train, you build inflammation. That's what you do, okay? You have a lot of blood flow going to specific muscle groups. You have a lot of blood flow coming out of the heart, in the heart. Your lungs are going up and down. Your diaphragm is going up and down, all this crazy stuff because you are training. You're huffing and puffing. You're bringing lactic acid into the muscle. You are bringing more blood flow. You're doing so much different things, right? The joints, if you're doing leg press, leg extension, leg curl, thrusters, hip thrusters, bicep curls, tricep extension, skull crusher, shoulder press, lateral raise, arm press, whatever it is you're doing, you are putting stress onto a muscle, onto a tendon, onto a ligament, onto a, onto a bone. You're putting tension on a joint. So these things will inflame. That's how you get this thing called a pump. So with this inflammation, right, if you are not hungry immediately after your workout, it's fine. The gut is also going to inflame a little bit too. Everything, all this stuff is escalating. Everything inside your body is amplifying. So if you're not hungry immediately after your workout, okay, then you don't have to eat. Wait a little bit until you start to feel a little bit hungry. Now, I don't want you to pass an hour or even 90 minutes because then you're going to hit a danger zone where your body's going to, it's not getting new nutrients to build and progress through to where you want to be at, but instead it's going to have to eat on fuel off itself to get some sort of nourishment and something to make sure that you are okay. 
right? To make sure that you're still healthy and you're moving, you're progressing towards somewhere. So it's important to have that window. Now, the items that you're allowed to eat afterwards depend on what your goal is, depend on what your coach is telling you if you have a coach, depends on your current health situation, all these things. If you are extremely overweight and you are trying to lose a lot of weight because you know you need to lose weight because you're like 35% body fat, 40% body fat right now, eating a burger some from five guys or Whataburger or In-N-Out or something crazy after your workout might not be the best solution. You are trying to lose weight. So if you are depleting carbohydrates, you're depleting all this glucose, you're depleting a lot of energy inside your body in your workout, you're depleting a lot of water and sodium, and you are extremely overweight, replenish what you need to replenish on a health scale. So give your body vitamins and minerals that it might need, right? So get some vegetables inside your system for sure. Get some vegetables inside your system, and that should be your good carbohydrate source that you want. If you want to also keep the metabolism a little bit higher, you can add a little bit of heavy complex carbohydrates, rice, a little bit of potato, right? Maybe even um, <clears throat> like some oatmeal if you would like to, something like that, very small like. And then you're going to have to put in the protein grams for sure. You know, and everybody ranges. Everyone's different, okay? Depending on your size and your height and your activity level and where your muscle mass is right now, right? But anywhere from like 25 to 30 grams, all the way to 40 to 45 grams of protein after a session, after a workout with every single meal inside your day, you need to have high sources of protein with every single meal. But your post-workout meal is crucial, okay? Protein is a very crucial macro, but your post-workout meal is extremely important, okay? You have to have and fuel those things because what is protein doing inside your body? It's being consumed, digested, distributed, absorbed, all these amazing things. And your body is breaking down a molecule called a protein, and it's breaking it down to these beautiful things called amino acids. And these amino acids get like shoved into your muscle and is doing those two things. It's rebuilding muscle tissue or it's incorporating new fibers to be created to make that muscle bigger, right? Which then is going to improve your metabolic rate, which then just makes you all overall have more muscle growth, lean muscle growth. And also having a, you know, naturally raised metabolic rate because muscle uses the most amount of energy. So while you have like around 650 muscles inside your body, they're all there to move these amazing bones around, around the joints and make you active, make you mobile, make you able to do things. And that's what they're there for, right? So your post-workout meal is very important. Don't be afraid to eat certain things. If you are extremely overweight, you're trying to cut down and drop a lot of weight, drop a lot of body fat. Don't go too crazy with your post-workout meal. Make it just as strict as any other meal. Now, if you are someone who is has a good amount of muscle mass, your body fat percentage is pretty solid, right? Maybe you want to drop down a little bit. You want to drop down a little bit more body fat and you want to have maybe a little bit more leeway after your post-workout meal or I mean after your workout. So your post-workout meal, if you want to have like even like just regular five guys or a burger and french fries or something crazy, whatever, whatever kind of like food that you enjoy. A post-workout meal, you can have a little bit more leeway, a little bit more leeway to kind of give your body that rush of carbohydrates or protein that you need and able to, because you depleted it. So you have a little bit more leeway. You can have more simple carbohydrates. Simple carbohydrates come from sometimes, well, most of the time processed foods, right? So if you want to have a little bit of bread or a little bit of chips or this and that, like it's not going to hurt you. If anything, it's going to pump you up a little bit more. So give you a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know what I'm saying? So carbohydrates, like I said, bring some blood flow. It's like you just put more wood inside of a furnace and get that furnace a lot hotter, which then can push you to even dropping more body fat or even losing more weight or even pushing more water out of your body so that you can 
eventually get to that physique that you would like. This is why whenever you get to that point to where you're at a good body fat percentage, you have a good amount of muscle mass and you really work your ass off in that session, you have a little bit more leeway post-workout. And this can go vice versa with females as well. Obviously, some females are going to eat a little bit less depending on who you are, right? If you want, if you, most females can actually eat as much as a male does post-workout, depending on where you want to go, what your goals are, what kind of muscle mass you're at right now, what your activity level, when you're going to train next, and what are you actually trying to accomplish when it comes down to the physique level? You're trying to build more muscle? Like how much more muscle? Where are you trying to build it at? What are you trying to do? What did you work out today? Are you trying to build, you worked out glutes today. Are you trying to build glutes? more so then you want to fuel up more if you want to build your shoulders but kind of keep it at a good level not build too much then you can kind of take back but you can still have a little bit more after your free post-workout meal and you can still have a little bit more leeway but don't fuel too much so that you don't get your shoulders too big right nutrition is where you're going to create the actual progress the actual result training is just creating an opportunity you're opening a door you're opening a window for progress to actually be installed and that's where nutrition comes into play. Your post-workout meal is very important. It's crucial, right? It's where you're going to go to next. Where is your physique going to go to next? Every other meal is just as important. But that post-workout meal just does a little bit more because it's also going to play a role in how sore you are the next day. If you want to, this is why supplement companies, supplement lines have created amino acids, BCAAs, because those are the compounds, right? The the molecules or whatever you want to call them, that's what they have created. That's what it is that rebuilds the tissue. This is why whenever you you take it, it says it's built for recovery. It's built for muscle growth or endurance because that's what your muscles thrive off of to repair, to rebuild, to grow, to get stronger, to, to create that physique that you want. So that post-workout meal better have a good amount of protein because that protein is going to break down into amino acid. Okay, And that is what's going to help you so you're not as sore the next day. That's what's going to help you whenever you're trying to recover and sleep and you go to bed. Those macros that you ingested throughout the day are going to be there so that you can recover in your sleep, so you can rebuild in your sleep. And that's why it's important to take care of what you put inside your system for all meals. But most importantly, that post-workout meal is going to play a huge role in how successful your progress is going to span out after you're done with your workout. You just depleted your body in multiple different areas. How are you going to replenish that? Why are you going to replenish in this area? If you, what I used to do for a little while to cut a lot more body fat and get my muscles as superficial as I could, I, vascularity is something that I always strived for because as a young kid, I always wanted vascularity. So that was a goal I had inside of my body, right? A goal I had inside of my mind already, my vision. And I also wanted to have a nice core structure. I wanted to see definition in my core. I never had abs growing up. Yes, I was a very thin kid, but my abs never like developed for some reason. So that's something I strived for. So throughout my days, I, and I talked about it before, how I did low carb and I would kind of cycle through my carbs, have a spike here and there, drop down, have a spike here and there. But one thing I would like to do is after my workouts, I would make sure that, <clears throat> excuse me, I would make sure that my protein was, was high, always high source of protein with every single meal. I can't say it enough. But then after my workout, I would only get carbohydrates from vegetables or maybe even fruit, but fruit very minimal because fruit has fructose, which is sugar and it kind of comes in high amounts. So you want to be careful with that. But I would get mostly majority from vegetables, and that would that's what my plate would look like. It would be protein and vegetables. That's where my carbs would come from. By doing that, I dropped a lot of weight really fast, not just weight, but body fat. I went from like 
11.7% to like 10.8 and then to 9.7. And I got all the way down to 8.6, I believe. And I did that for like a good, I would say month. I, I had a good structure of muscle already. I just needed to get that body fat down a little bit more. So it took me a good, I would say like, yeah, six weeks to get to that point. And I did it by focusing and dialing into my post-workout meal because I just depleted myself. I just escalated my heart rate. I just built up my metabolism. What am I going to do next? How do I want my my progress and my physique to go to next? And that's where I would dial into my post-workout meal. Focus on just getting macros and micros, so vitamins, minerals, and then proteins, carbs for sure, and fats. Kind of kept like at a very minimal amount, very, very small amount, just to keep my body fat percentage kind of low. And uh, that's what I'd focus on. So all depends on what you want to do, where you want to work out. Because there have been plenty of times after I crushed a meal a day, eat some pizza and I would crush a large pizza. And that's how I went from, you know, uh, a, a very low, well, low to myself PR on back squats. I would say 185 to 25 to then going up to 305, 315, 325, 355, all by slamming in macros to rebuild and build these tissues I'm breaking down and build new ones as well and also repair energy um, levels that I've been depleting inside of my workouts so that I can do multiple leg days inside my weeks. And that's how I gain strength throughout the time. So there's nothing wrong with slamming down some crazy, just immaculate food sources after your workout, but make sure that a good amount of your day is filled with high nourishable nutritionally high dense foods for your body to thrive off of because like i always say your body's always going to work off health first right always going to work off health first and then it's going to guide you to where you want to be at successfully with your physique but there's nothing wrong with eating something that doesn't seem in quote regular or healthy to the average person because it doesn't have vegetables or because it's a burger or because it's freaking tacos or because it's pizza. If anything, you are more able to eat these things after your workout because you just depleted a majority of all these things that you had for your workouts. Your body's going to want a rush of it all. And then after that, you can focus and dial in to eating 80% clean afterwards, 85%, 90%, whatever it is you're trying to do. But the post-workout meal is very crucial. It's very important. But fuel your body just as you were with any other meal. Any other meal, it should be good, should be nourishable, high dense, should give your body what it needs. Your post-workout meal, depending on what you want to do, how how many times of the week you're training that specific muscle group, how many, how much progress you want, how much results do you want, how fast do you want it, that's where these post-workout meals can really come into play. And you can kind of guide where you want to go as soon as you're done with your workout in that next meal you're going to have. This is why people are slamming in uh, protein shakes afterwards, right? Because they want to replenish and get the body amino acids, proteins as fast as possible to rebuild and to replenish so they can be ready to train the next day and to also build that muscle as fast as possible, right? You know, I, I saw one time with uh, with Rich Piana, he would, he would eat Gerber's immediately after his workout because it was a fast source of basically liquefied. Well, if anyone knows who Rich Piana, a lot of people know who Rich Piana is, uh, rest in peace. But he would basically blend a lot of his food. He would have like huge shakes of just tons of crazy stuff inside of it to nourish the body. Like it wasn't for taste. It was for a specific purpose. So he would eat Gerber as well. And that was after his workouts because obviously Gerber is liquefied. So your body not liquefied, but it's pureed. So your body's going to digest it and absorb it very quickly. So after my workouts, I would crush 
uh, two sweet potato Gerbers, which landed me at like uh, 50 grams of carbohydrates as soon as my workout was over. And now, yes, they have supplements that are, you know, carbohydrate focused. And uh, and I, I did have some of that as well. That was more of pre-workout. But then post-workout, I wanted to make sure I was getting something, like something that's actually from the earth, some vegetable, something, right? So it would be a sweet potato, Gerber, two of them, and that would get me at a good 50 grams. And I would do that in a protein shake. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That is, that was a 40-gram protein shake that I mixed up with liquid, with water. And then about, I, I think it was 60 grams. I'm pretty sure it was like 50 or 60 grams of carbohydrates with those two Gerbers. And guess what? You can just hold it. Like, you can just carry that in a small little that gladware bag even in your pockets and i had a meal that was it and that was post-workout to nourish my body and give it to me as fast as possible and then an hour later because that would last me just a little bit it's obviously liquid and puree and then an hour later i'm eating an actual full heavy complex meal and that's how i started to build mass and build strength and that's how i would nourish my body after my workout all right, ladies and gentlemen, so it's crazy what you can do. Be creative with your training. Be creative with your progress. Be creative with how you're going to take how what your approach is. Understand science. Understand that's why we have this podcast, right? Understand science, understand your body, understand the anatomy, the physiology of the body, understand how these things work. Understand your metabolic rate, understand your training schedule. Understand what your goals are. That's crucial. Understand nutrition. What is the macro? Proteins, carbs, fats. What are these things? And then mess with them. Figure out something. L- listen to your body. Try fasted cardio, right? Try uh, intermittent fasting. Try fasting for 24 hours. Try carb cycling. Try these things. Your body is going to react to something and you're going to find your golden key, your golden piece that's going to build the physique that you want, all right? That's important. So important, all right? Always experiment with what you're capable of and what you can do. There's so many things that haven't even been revealed, haven't even been studied or researched because we simply don't understand it. Be that person to understand that and think outside the box. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hey, much love to you all. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Uh, this was a great episode, and I wanted to talk about this specifically because people worry so much about any meal that they eat. Like, don't be scared of food, especially a post-workout meal. It's important to feel your body after your workout. Don't be afraid of it. And your post-workout meal, don't miss it. And don't starve yourself four hours after your workout because you think by eating food, you're just going to waste your workout. That's not how it works. Okay, listen to this episode over again if you are still confused. If you are even still even more confused after the second time listening to it, then share it with a friend. Talk it out. Figure it out. If both of you are confused, check the show notes. Email us. I will get your questions answered, okay? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, much love. Coach Matt here. You know how we do it over here. Um, all I ask is you simply just share this this video out, this episode out to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, cousin, uncle, someone. The more people will get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together. And that's all we're trying to do here. Inspire people to believe in themselves and truly what you're capable of. But other than that, much love. Coach Matt, I'm out. Get out there, train hard, and lift strong. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.